Hi everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the podcast. This is the first of our pre-released episodes for Season 0, before the first episode of Season 1 comes out next week. I wanted to kick things off by telling you what this podcast is about, how it got started, and what to expect. If after listening, the podcast sounds interesting to you, I hope you keep listening to the other pre-released episodes of Season 0, and then click that subscribe button so that you're ready for Season 1. So, for those of you who are very short on time, or you're just eager to get to the cool episodes with Emma Hughes, Greg Maislin, Martin Ho, and Allison Meisner, here's the executive summary in less than two minutes. My name is Glenroy Colopy, and I'm an engineer slash statistician who uses probabilistic machine learning to monitor anything from patients to clinical trials. Together with the American Statistical Association and the Institution of Engineering and Technology, we've created a podcast series to help everyone keep learning and stay up to date on what people are doing in healthcare technology. The podcast is intended for the technical crowd, so we'll be including technical specifics when needed. There's a huge breadth of development going on right now, and it's easy to miss things, so we'll also be covering high-level technical concepts across different fields. So if you find the new topic interesting, you can investigate further on your own and perhaps incorporate some of the ideas in your own work. We're always interested in cool technology, but also in the practical concerns on how to bridge the gaps between a technical solution and a clinical solution. All the episodes will be released in an audio and video format to make use of the visual material when it's helpful. Now, I know everyone's busy and I value your time, so I'm doing two things to make it worth your while to listen. First, we're inviting on speakers who will make the most of your time by concisely articulating the challenges and technical priorities in their field. Second, we're keeping episodes to 25 to 35 minutes in length, short enough for your daily commute. So short and concentrated, it's like your morning shot of health tech espresso. Finally, we're starting out as a fortnightly podcast series. So a new episode every other Monday, and some Mondays in between will get bonus episodes. And we're aiming to go to weekly episodes in a few months. We have several months of episodes already recorded and ready to go. So the podcast is here to stay, and it's worth investing as a listener. That's the show in a nutshell, the executive summary. Now we'll go into some more of the details since as statisticians and engineers, we typically like to know the reason behind things. So first, a bit more about the man behind the curtain. I work in probabilistic machine learning in healthcare, particularly anomaly detection in patient monitoring, for example, vital signs, and also with clinical trial data such as digital audit logs and material supply chains. So my main research interests are in time series modeling, anomaly detection, and automated statistical inference and optimization. Professionally, I'm very involved in both the American Statistical Association, the ASA, and the Institution of Engineering and Technology, the IET. More specifically, I've been the webmaster of the ASA's Statistical Learning and Data Science section since about mid-2015, and in that time I've done things like conduct the Data Science section's membership survey, plan socials at conferences, chaired roundtables and contributed sessions at JSM. For the IET, I'm on the executive committee for the IET's Healthcare Technologies Technical and Professional Network. My primary activity for the IT has been organizing an invited speaker session at IEEE EMBC for the last several years, and it's a session on time series modeling of patient physiology. Now, a quick note about our friendly neighborhood professional societies. This podcast is supported and sponsored by the ASA and the IIT. More specifically, it's sponsored by the ASA as a whole, but also the ASA's Statistical Learning and Data Science section, the ASA's Medical Device and Diagnostics section, and the ASA's North Carolina chapter. And each of these groups has taken a really strong role in supporting the podcast and curating the content of interest. So thank you very much to each of these groups, along with the ASA as a whole. On the IET side of things, the podcast is supported by the IET's Healthcare Technologies Technical and Professional Network. 
but we're really looking forward to hearing from the IT's other technical networks as well. For example, Emma Hughes, coming up in Episode 2, who's part of the IET's Innovation Management Network. So I guess the final thing to explain is why I'm doing the podcast in the first place, and what I hope people can get out of it. I'm doing the podcast because I would like something to help engineers, statisticians, data scientists, and our ilk keep up to date on advances in healthcare technology. We all want to keep on learning, but most of us can't spend hours each week sifting through journal papers or needing to fly out to a conference in another country to see the newest topics. There are few things more gratifying than becoming more of an expert in your chosen field, especially when you learn about a fundamental concept that you had never heard about before. And you ask yourself, but how am I just learning about this as a fundamental idea? I need to start incorporating this in my work right now. And I'm creating this podcast to try and create more of those moments so that we can learn the critical ideas from the related technical fields. And most importantly, you don't have to go out looking for them because the podcast is bringing the idea and the expert straight to you. We all know that to keep growing as an expert, it requires continuous building and learning, which takes a fair amount of energy. We get some of it gradually over time from our own hard work and experiences, and some of it gets fast-tracked because we're taught by other people who've already put in the hard work themselves. But we can't spend all day just learning. Engineers, statisticians, data scientists, we're doers, and there's a huge demand on our time. So we only have so much time to learn before we need to get back to doing. So I created the podcast to not only cover the ideas worth knowing, but also to do it quickly enough that it's worth your time. Throughout my career as a statistician and engineer, I've attended a lot of conferences. Some of my favorites are the Joint Statistical Meetings with the American Statistical Association and the Engineering and Medicine Biology Conference run by IEEE. I've even organized my own conference of a couple hundred people covering how statistics and machine learning is helping with advances in precision medicine. And what I picked up from all these conferences is that there are always some speakers or presenters who are just ahead above the rest, and that just really stood out. They took that small amount of time that they had up on stage and taught you something new, got you excited about the topic. You couldn't help but go and read more about it afterwards. And they didn't require you to be in their field to communicate the value of what they were doing. You could be all the way out in left field when they started talking, but by then you'd feel like you really understood their challenges, their triumphs, and their technical priorities. And I think a lot of us in technical fields have that feeling, that there are some speakers at conferences who will always listen to again and again and again, just because it's always worth our time to listen to them. And you can't help but think, well, wouldn't it be nice to have a conference with only the really great presenters? You know, not the showmen, not the sales pitches, just the people who make sure that the audience really takes something away. So these are the people I really want to get on the show. The one giving you the most bang for your buck, or more directly, the people who teach you something so that you're more of an expert but don't waste your time. Now, when we have an episode that's covering a high-level concept or just an activity or a conference that's going on, it's pretty easy as a host to make sure that the audience gets a good return on their time. I do my homework in advance, I structure the interview, I edit the audio so it stays sharp and on focus, and boom, I'm done. The audience can just listen on the audio, they get what they need, and they move on with their day. On the other hand, when the audience doesn't just need a high-level talk, but also the technical details to really get something out of it, well, the structure of an audio interview typically isn't enough to really appreciate the work that someone's doing. You know, you can't just talk your way through technical details and expect the audience to follow. Admittedly, we all know some of those people who are, like, smart enough to follow technical details as they're just described, but for the rest of us mortals, we need some visual information to help the audience piece it all together. So to accommodate the fact that we sometimes need more to grasp technical details, we're producing each episode in two formats, in the audio format and also in video format. First, the traditional audio format of a podcast. It's great for the more conversational, high-level interviews. 
It's more like a conference panel session where you can just sit back and listen. The video format is also fine for interview episodes. You can just listen along and not really look at the video. But where it's really ideal is for the technical interviews, where we really want to make the most of the visual material and understand what the presenter is saying. It's like getting to see the guest conference presentation for free from your laptop or cell phone. Now, you might think that this is sounding overcomplicated. You know, two different formats for each episode. It'll be annoying having to switch back and forth. Glenn, you said you're making my life easier, and this just sounds like a mess. So here's how we're going to have our two-format cake and eat it too. First, the episodes are posted on YouTube and Podbean, and both platforms support both video and audio format. So there's no reason to switch platforms between episodes. You just pick your favorite platform and stick with it. Second, I'm just going to tell you up front if the presenter makes some really great presentation material. So I'll just preface the episode by letting you know that the video option is the best for that particular episode. And during the episode, obviously it'll be hard to miss since the guests will be referencing figures and I'll be ooing and aahing, but I'm absolutely going to tell you up front, this one's best for audio so you can know and decide when to watch it. And you definitely don't want to miss out on the video episodes because it's really impressive seeing the material that our guests have produced to help explain what they're up to and why. So that's it. That's everything I wanted to cover for our very first episode. If it sounds interesting and worth your time, you can stay up to date by subscribing to the podcast on Podbean and or our YouTube channel. You can also get updates via our mail list. Just go to podofasclepius.com. It's a very creative URL. I named it myself. Our website also has the episode schedule for each season. For season one, we have the schedule up from now until May. And in early February, we'll post the schedule for May through August. We have plenty of episodes recorded, edited, and already on hand. And we're picking up speed. I actually have eight new speakers scheduled for recording in January. So we've got plenty of material. And we'll jump to weekly episodes once we've gotten everything settled and we're into a nice routine. So Pod of Sclepius, it's got a goofy pun name, but it's here to stay. So it's worth your time to invest as a listener. And who knows, maybe with a little more practice, my recording voice will sound a little bit less robotic. Or at least like a robot who's always ready with a scintillating anecdote about the time I threw caution to the wind and maximized my posterior probability instead of integrating over it. But until that day comes, uh, here's what's on the docket for the rest of the season before Season 1 starts next Monday. I wanted Season 0 to have plenty of material so you knew we were serious about having a podcast that would last. And I also wanted Season 0 to have a few examples from both the episode styles, uh, the interview and the technical presentations. So first up, just so you can size me up a little bit better as a host, I'll give you a two-part episode on probabilistic machine learning for patient monitoring. And I'll cover some of the specific ways that probabilistic and statistical models are useful for personalized patient inference, for example, to distinguish measurement noise from alarming physiology. The first part talks about detecting patient deterioration from their vital sign time series, such as heart rate, respiratory rate, blood oxygen saturation, etc. And the second presentation describes a really simple, nifty little tool to pluck out artifacts from vital sign time series. Both focus heavily on visualizing the methods, so I hope you'll walk away with a good gut feeling about why these methods are clinically useful, and why probability and statistics play such a strong role in their success. In episode two, we have Emma Hughes. Now, if you want to understand more about how our engineering or data science or digital health tech jumps from being an interesting research project into a clinical solution, then Emma's an episode you can't miss. Emma serves on the IET Innovation Management Committee, while also working on some really great programs in NHS innovation, helping digital innovators, engineers, technologists, data scientists, etc., bridge the gap of turning their cool technical solution into a viable clinical solution. It's a huge challenge, and Emma's down in the trenches working to get it done. 
Next up, we got the FDA's Martin Ho and UPenn's Greg Maisland introducing us to the activities of the ASA section on medical device and diagnostics. It's a three-parter ranging from the digital health initiatives to the MDD idea exchange to Bayesian methods in the FDA and beyond. Finally, for episode four, we have Allison Meisner from Johns Hopkins in a two-part episode about combining biomarkers for prognostic use while also training her statistical models to bespoke clinical considerations. Now, Allison does a great job explaining her research priorities and the challenges involved at a very high level, but also walks us through the technical details in the second part of the episode. And Allison really epitomizes what we're aiming for in bringing the best conference presentations directly to your screen or earbuds. Allison has also been fantastic in pioneering our format for technical speakers. In the first part of her episode, it's like the audio episodes where she gives a high-level introduction to her research. She's so good at articulating her work, and honestly, I think even a non-technical audience would really learn something and appreciate what she's up to. In the second part of Allison's episodes, out come the slides, and she talks about optimizing her prognostic models according to bespoke clinical needs. In data science, we always talk about tailoring our work to the domain considerations, but Allison is crunching the math and writing the R packages to get it done, probably karate chopping through some numerical issues too, given the optimization steps in her model. And with that image in mind, thanks so much for your time, and I hope you enjoy watching the show as much as I've enjoyed making it.